So just a heads up, today's going to be a little bit more serious than other shows. I mean, there's going to be definitely fun parts because it's part of our three principles of our show, right? Is to have fun and to laugh. We do a lot of that today too. But for our Mental Health Monday, we're going to talk about mass shootings. And I know it's not the most fun thing to just to come off your weekend up, but I think it's an important conversation to have. Um, as we are recording this, there was just a story out about a guy who was at a birthday party and he ended up shooting six of the guests and himself. And I'm like, what? Let me see this one. I'll read you this headline. Colorado Springs, Colorado. A gunman opened fire at a birthday party in Colorado, slaying six adults before killing himself Sunday. Um, so anyway, we're hearing more and more of these stories. And I think it's important for us to then delve into the conversation and mental health of like, so what is it? Is it the guns or is it mental health or is it both? Our therapist friend Lee is on to explain more today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I promise it's going to be a fun show, though, too. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show. We have three principles in case you're brand new. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. We talk about our lives. Uh, we share it together, right? You share yours, we share ours, and uh, we laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Well, how was Mother's Day? Mother's Day was fun, and yeah. I'm really tired. Yeah? Why so I tired? Am. I think it's from being on the water. You know, I didn't go out in the boat. I, I sat up on the dock most of the well, weekend. my parents live on a lake, in case you don't know. Yes, so just yes, to, yes. For some context here. Yeah. So we live at Lake Lanier, and we have a dock, and we have a boat, and um, they were all out in the boat, and I don't really care for the boat, so I stayed I stayed up on the dock, you know, for two days. Now I'm still rocking. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. that's the weirdest feeling. I remember that even as a kid, like, you'll be laying there at night, you like sit on the dock too long, out in the boat too long, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, like, close your eyes at night you're still just like swaying back and yeah. forth back and forth it used to trip me up as a kid so much it's not good so we'll I, see how that how that goes tonight but yeah we had a good time that's good mm-hmm. um Missed my uh, yeah i know i miss you guys too it's it's hard it's holidays are always hard to not be um with with the family all my family yeah. lives in georgia by the way yeah. and they always like facetime me and they're always together doing like family stuff and i'm always like mm-hmm. well i'm just out here and cold windy dark baltimore so enjoy your family time it's tough it's um yeah holidays are always the i think the times uh the hardest times to be away you know from everybody yeah um so yeah it was kind of a challenge this morning like it is every that i don't think any holiday gets any easier i'm not there yeah um but yeah i miss you but i love my gift and i love talking to you this morning and sharing some time with you even though it was virtually yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we've had a good time. It's always best when everyone is here, but anyway. Well, soon enough. It used to be a lot easier because nobody lived in Georgia. It was a whole lot easier. Uh, like exactly. My sister didn't live there. Everybody moved away, and then everybody but me moved back. My brother kind of <laughs> lived all over the place, lived in London for a while. He lived in New York for a while. Where else? He kind of lived all over. Uh, California. He lived in California for a while, too. Mm-mm. San no, Francisco. I lived in San Francisco for a while. Maybe not. Uh, uh, yeah, he worked there for a while, but he didn't really set up shop there. Yeah. Um, um, so then he moved back. And my sister lived in California for a while. She moved back. And then yeah. 
I moved to California for a while, but I didn't move back. I did not right. move back. You know, <laughs> it's funny how Baltimore. like you're, you know, Georgia just doesn't speak to me anymore. I used to always really crave moving back. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get back to, I was like, okay, I'll, you know, all I want to do is like get back to Atlanta. That'd be great. I could do radio in Atlanta. That'd be the goal. I don't really have much of a desire to move back to Atlanta anymore. Like, isn't it mm-hmm. funny how like you, you just like, it'll always feel like home to me. Like when I go there, it's always like, okay. But I guess maybe because uh, my parents have moved now out of my childhood home. So right. I don't know Lake Lanier. Like, I don't, I mean, like it's, it's like, that's like their house, you know, it's not really my house. Yeah. So I don't know if that's it, but the last couple of times I've been home, I'm like, eh, it doesn't really, it doesn't really speak to me the same way it used to. I don't really have a desire. I don't really have any desire other than, you know, being close to you guys, but you right. can live anywhere, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that would be a, be a thing. But, it's funny how that changes over time, how you just don't have any desire to like, I craved it for so long and I just don't yeah. really have a. Well, I think maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm hoarse because I've been out in the wind all day. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think sometimes you outgrow places, you right. know, when you live in other places that are, that are culturally different and certainly more diverse, like, like California and. You just, you know, um, I think that's have different what it was. experiences, life experiences in different places. Right. Yeah. I think when I got to California, that's when I finally was like, oh, this is what it feels like to be comfortable living somewhere. Mm. I never, and I know we have a lot of Atlanta listeners. This is, this is not talking trash on Atlanta, but it, no. it, I just never felt, I just never felt like, mm, like I belonged in Georgia. Yeah, I always felt like I was a little bit of an outcast. Like mm-hmm. I, my viewpoints were different, uh, and maybe it's just the people I hung out with. Maybe it's our neighborhood or whatever. But I just never felt like connected to really anybody yeah. in that city. Uh, and then when yeah, but I always it was just always nice to it was always hard to move away. I remember the first probably five to seven years. I moved away from home. Like when my mom would come visit me or I'd go home, it'd always be so hard for me to go back and be away from them. But now mm. I don't know if I'm just like desensitized on the issue. It's just like, all right, cool. See you next time. And like, <laughs> you're also older. Right. Yeah. Off to the next adventure of whatever else is happening in life, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's fun to live in different places. You know, your dad and I have never lived anywhere else. So, yeah. You know, that's kind of hard, bizarre to me. It's hard you know? to really relate to that. But, right. But I do love the places that you've lived, and I've always enjoyed visiting with you there. And I'm looking forward to learning all about Baltimore. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll get out and explore together. You know, one thing that really was great, I mean, absolutely fantastic, is we had no mask and we could all hug one another. Right? Yeah, that's cool, right? Oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, it's so wonderful. I'm still catching myself having some like PTSD from everything. Like Mm. I, so I live in a condo, right? And so when I walk through the lobby, I've got to still wear my mask. Now I walk Kiki outside, I can take off my mask and, you know, go freely, but I sometimes just forget. I'm so used to wearing it now. Like, uh, yeah. I'll just forget I'm wearing it. And I uh-huh. try to like be better about it because I want to like get better about like being comfortable not wearing it outside, you know? Right. Uh, but I just forget I have it on. That was when I'll get back. I'm like, oh shit, I totally forgot to take my mask off. Like, uh-huh. whoops, that was a. Well, we all a- wear our mask everywhere else, but, you know, being together at our house, we of course didn't. And it was really just fantastic. Yeah. Just, man, what a difference a year makes. Yeah, totally. No joke. Um, I found this story on. Um, 
on Friday. I was going to share this on the radio, but I thought I'd share it with you guys instead because it's kind of funny. Did you see this, this story about this kid that bought these um, SpongeBob popsicles? No. Did you hear this story? Uh-uh. So this kid's named Noah. I don't remember where he's from. Um, forget what city it's from. Oh, it's I think it's from New York. Um, so he's four years old, right? And he somehow managed to order $2,618.85 worth of SpongeBob popsicles on Amazon without his his mom knowing it. Oh my God. (laughs) And they had, he had them shipped to his aunt's house. So keep in mind, once again, he's four years old, right? So that's 51 cases of the SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) The SpongeBob pop. So what happened since then was Amazon's like, like, we we need to return these. And they're like, no, you can't return. You can't return 51 cases of SpongeBob pops. Um, (laughs) They started these, a, when you say pops, they're not like frozen popsicles. No, that's yeah, that's what they are frozen popsicles. Oh, yeah, gosh, oh my god. So, um, they started a GoFundMe page, oh, uh, to try to, you know, that's like the, the best thing they could think to do, you know. And uh-huh. as of right now, um, that GoFundMe is at $23,000. What? So, yeah, so. Uh, they're going to use the rest of that, they say, for his education. Uh, but I thought it was kind of a cool Holy story. That's cow. Probably more of a good news story than it is for mm. anywhere else in the podcast. But, yeah, uh, but I just think it's cool that like, like, like so many people can come forward just to help, you know? Yeah. Like, like to this family, that could have been a whole lot of money, you know? Oh, like 3, yeah. I mean, for, for most families, $2,500. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and Lord Good knows where gosh. all those pops are going to go. I just can't imagine being the Amazon employee that's like, <laughs> having to load those. The hell is this? Well, just the person <laughs> at the warehouse. Like, what's what are they going to do with fifty-one cases of these? Oh, God. And then imagine the ant. All of a sudden, the ant's like, <laughs> "Order you ever like get a, a package from Amazon?" And you're like, "What is? What did I get from? I don't remember ordering anything." All of a sudden, fifty-one cases of. Oh my God! <laughs> what did she do with them? I wonder. Does it I don't say? know. I don't think it oh says what is actually done for it. Invited um, everybody from all ever everywhere to come get one. Oh yeah. my God. She's a, a social work student. The mom's a social work student at NYU. Uh, so it says she simply cannot afford this. Amazon will not take back the popsicles. Um, she doesn't know what she's able to do to pay it off. Uh, let me see if it says anywhere down here. Uh, thank you now, so isn't much. Isn't that amazing that a, f- a four year old, I mean, obviously didn't really understand what he was doing. Right. That's, but, but that's, I, I, you wild. gotta be so careful with your kids and give them your phone. Like the, like the, oh, like the Lord gosh. knows what they can get into nowadays, you know? Oh yeah. It's Absolutely. wild. So yeah. That's so he, so um, he has a, uh, he has autism and so they're going to use that towards, uh, his oh, education. His care. And, yeah, his oh, care. So that's wonderful. It's kind of a cool story to start your week yeah. off with. Yeah. Is my mom was trying to tell me a story before we started recording today, and I want you to try to tell it the same way you told it to me because I don't know that this is necessarily <laughs> a true no. story. And I didn't uh, know if anyone's ever heard this, almost just sounds like a, a tall tale or like a uh, like are you a, talking like a about joke. the python? Yeah, the python, apparently. <laughs> oh, god. Well, I can't remember if it was exactly a python now, but it was some kind of dangerous snake. And aunt, uh, your brother's husband is from Zambia and South Africa in case. You yeah. Know. Zambia, South Africa. And he always has just fascinating stories to tell about his life there. You know, I'd love to go. I would love to go and meet his dad and, <laughs> and probably not stay with him now after this story. 
But one day the story went something like this. So one day that they live in, in like a house that has a long corridor, you know, and all the rooms are kind of on one side. And of course, everything is kind of open air and thatch roofs. So one day mom was on the toilet and their dog was going ballistic, barking at the bathtub. <laughs> And she's like, what is wrong with you? Get out of here. Why are you even in here? She was so agitated. And he was like, just like, was a boxer, big boxer. He's like, he just would not leave. And she couldn't see anything going on. And then she stood up and she looked. And that python was right at the back of the toilet (laughs) at the edge of the bathtub. I don't know. And she, of course flipped out, but Anne said there were several times where they would have to kill snakes in their house. Can you imagine? I just, I feel like I've heard like urban legends of, and like, they're just not true. Like snakes in a toilet. You think, I, Aunt, you think Ant's making up stories to I mean, his I don't, mother honestly, I don't know Ant. I don't know Ant that well to like know <laughs> well, if he's just I a storyteller. It almost sounds like one of those stories that you heard so many times, like you just tell, I feel like I could even tell that story. Like one time, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I was using the toilet and there was a snake in it, you know, like I don't even know that plumbing systems, I don't care where you live, would be set up to a place to where a snake could crawl out of a toilet. You feel like over the years, somebody would think of a contraption to make yeah. sure snakes couldn't crawl back up, you know? like Well, maybe not in Zambia. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I got to do some Googling and see if maybe that's even like a real America, thing. You know? yeah, like, no, not I, in Zambia. I feel like it's a story you tell the kids <laughs> so they put the toilet seat down when they're, you know, when they're younger or something. <laughs> yeah. so. And I always look around. I'm sure they always look around now. So I said to Aunt, eh, maybe I don't want to go to Zambia. Yeah, maybe not. I don't want to stay in your house. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, uh, Speaking of traveling, I'll tell you what. uh, Y'all better better brace yourselves for summer travel if you're doing it this year. I uh, I'm I'm last minute decision. I'm going to take a a quick trip down to Florida for um, for Memorial Day. I I got a day off, and I haven't taken it. I literally have not taken one day off since I've been here. Like other than like the um, the the holidays. You know, I've been working every day, didn't take a day off. And so I'm right. like, you know what? I need, I just, I need a reset. Like I need to like get yeah, some sun, especially so days good. like today. I just need to like get outside and like hmm. go sit on a beach somewhere. So I've got some friends down in Florida. And I'm so heading down there for a couple of days. And, um, I, uh, travel is so expensive right now. It is so expensive right now. And granted, I, I still booked, you know, I still booked like what? three four weeks before uh-huh. memorial day you know so uh-huh. obviously it's it's a busy weekend i understand it right. like flights from baltimore maryland okay and we got mm-hmm. a pretty big airport up here for for dc right mm-hmm. um to florida mm-hmm. was like four hundred dollars holy cow four hundred fifty dollars something like that like four hundred dollars like wow. unbelievably uh, like hotels right right now in in florida wow. are like they're like four, five, six hundred dollars. I'm talking like we're talking about Florida people. Okay. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I lived there for eight years and it's it's a it's interesting state to say the least. Mm. But I um yeah, I uh <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you, like I think that everyone's gonna start trying to make their money back from last year. And they're gonna try to do it any way possible. Even gas prices right now, like gas prices up here uh-huh. close to three dollars. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure oh, in, yeah. in California they gotta be close to four. They have to be. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think they, they they know we're coming. They know mm-hmm. that we're ready for a break, and they're just ready to accept mm-hmm. our money. Well, are you going to a resort? 
are you going to just hang out with friends? No, hang out with friends. I, I got a hotel too. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. It's, that's uh, always it's just good. a little pricey, just a well, little pricey. I'm fortunate that we had credit card points to get my ticket to Baltimore and back. Yeah. So. It was probably all your points. I was even looking because I'll, I'll be back in San Diego. Um, uh, July the 16th, 17th, mid-July. And so so I went ahead and started looking at that because I'm like, well, hell, if it's like this expensive now, I need to like see how it's going to be. And I've got points on my credit card too. Yeah. Um, But those those tickets are close to $500 right now. Mm. And I mean, that's not like that crazy, but I can tell you during the pandemic to fly back and forth was about $250. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They are waiting for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They've got to make up for lost time. Yeah, they we've know all, we're vaccinated. We're ready to go somewhere. Mm-hmm, so we've all lost a year or more. I actually thought about maybe going overseas. Like, and by overseas, I mean like maybe down to the Bahamas or something just for a couple of days, or just something a little more tropical. Mm. But I don't know that I'm ready to quite be in like a non-American country yet when mm. it comes to COVID. You know what I mean? I think yeah. Florida is going to be bad enough. That's <laughs> Florida's its own little own third world country when it comes to COVID. So I think Ant's I need to like ready to go back to London. Oh yeah, yeah. For two weeks, he leaves like on the fifteenth or so. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, I just don't know so. that I'm ready. I'm quite ready for for international travel yet. Mm-hmm. But um, and there's so many warnings too. Like good luck googling and not being totally terrified once you uh. Mm-hmm. Once you see all the travel warnings they have right now when it comes to all this stuff. Yeah. And you're on a plane a long time too. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm, no. I'm, I'm venturing out. I'm venturing out slowly. That's but sure. I'm going to try Florida first. That's and good. If I, if I don't die, then maybe I'll do San Diego after that. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe a bigger trip after that. All right. Maryland Monday. We'll get to this. I always say nobody, nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here. And if you live in Maryland, you literally know everything about Maryland because it's the, I was talking to a friend today. I was like, Maryland is the most, um, I would say I wish I wish I had the confidence that Maryland has about itself. Like Maryland just loves it. I never live in a state that loves itself as much as Maryland does. There's so much pride in this state for this state. It's crazy. So, but I'm like, you don't live here. You don't know anything about like you couldn't you could I couldn't tell you one fact about Maryland. I didn't even know I didn't know where Maryland. I'm still kind of confused where it is on the map. I kind of got it now, but like where? What's like what happens in Maryland? It's right? so small. I know. Um, all right, I'll give you a Maryland fact so you can walk okay. away today being a little more versed in the state of Maryland. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, there's just people going out right now. Oh my gosh, they're going out on this little tour thing right now, and oh. the wind is so breezy. Oh. I love people that try. You know, like when you book something, you probably just can't get out of it. So you try to make the best of it. Their is face it on is like the miserable. Water? <laughs> yeah, oh, they look so gosh. miserable right now. Oh, uh, sorry. So, um, Washington D.C. was actually not become the nation's capital until 1790, and other previous cities actually included here in Maryland. Uh, Annapolis and Baltimore were both the nation's capitals at one point. So the British troops took over Philadelphia and America's temporary capital moved to the headquarters in Baltimore, 1776. So Baltimore wow. was at one point the capital, uh, from there, the capital then moved to Pennsylvania. I didn't even know this. Did you know this? They moved so many times. I did know that. I didn't know I, that. I couldn't moved to Pennsylvania, where, but then it moved yeah. to New Jersey. Yeah. And then it went back to Maryland and went to Annapolis the next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was from there that Washington had given his resignation speech and the Treaty of Paris was ratified today. If Maryland State House remains the nation's oldest state capital, still being used. So, wow, cool. There's some Maryland Monday facts for you. Very cool. All Can't right. wait to come see it. You'll be here soon. <laughs> I'll be there soon.
<laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's very simple. It's from Louise Hay. As I say yes to life, life says yes to me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all about your attitude, right? Yeah, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I'm um I'm struggling. I mean, you know, when I'm when I'm stuck here by myself, like I'm having a bad weekend. I'm having one of those like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I here at weekends? Like, what am I doing? Like, it doesn't yes. feel comfortable. I was going to try to go to yoga this weekend and start like venturing out, but the times weren't right. I couldn't quite get the times right. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't feel good this weekend. I don't feel good. Yeah. Um, so I keep trying to remind myself. I'm just like, why am I here? Like what? Mm. I'm, I'm just trying to let it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I still have so many good friends in California mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm missing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what, what am I here for? Everything mm-hmm. else so far in my my life has worked out, right? It always like we'll see about a relationship, but I I just don't know. I just don't. I, I'm trying to just like just go with it. I'm like, okay. Obviously, this there's a point that I'm here, a reason that I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's all gonna work out, but it's always hard in the interim to figure out like what that is, like yes. what? Because like since I'm not doing anything, uh-huh. like I just yeah. feel like what am I doing? You know, right. like what am I? What am I learning? Like what am what's like what am I here for? I don't feel like I'm really doing much for anyone, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like anyone's really doing much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like well, you're I'm not really... connected to people there. You're still yeah. not in the studio with anyone, yeah, other than Jess in a different studio. You haven't had an opportunity to make friends, and it's just form crazy. A though, I, I I truly I am truly under the belief. Like everything is is like always kind of working in your benefit for whatever yes, reason, right? I like I, that. I do believe that. Yes. But like that's a really hard thing to swallow. Yes. Like when you're when you're having a bad day. Well, just like when nothing's happening. Yeah. Like in hindsight, it all makes sense, I know. But I'm just yes. having one of those days where I'm like, why am I here? Yes. Like, what is the purpose of any of this? Maybe I should just go back to California. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't know. I don't know. It's just it was just a cold, rainy weekend, yeah. and not much really going on. So yeah, and a holiday. Yeah, and a holiday. Yeah, and a holiday. And my whole family's all together. I'm just up here well, getting rained so, on. Well, just say yes. Just say yes so to I'm, life. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just and saying yes, I and we're seeing where this is going. And I'm where I'm supposed to be, even though I don't understand it right now. Yeah. Just have yeah. to trust it. Trust so the universe. Go. Yep. Okay. We're going to get to our Mental Health Monday in just a couple seconds. Uh, first, welcome back to Bubs. Bubs oh. Naturals is our our partner in our MCT oil and our collagen. Uh, we love Bubs. Yes, Bubs, they're, they're a great do. company out of San Diego. And they've, listen, you've heard the term collagen a lot. And you're like, well, what exactly is collagen? Collagen is, they call it the fountain of youth. Uh, it's literally what holds your bones together, like your bones and your joints together. I mean, it's, it's literally what collagen is. You produce collagen naturally, by the way. Um, but it, 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 by the way, it makes over a third of your body's protein content, by the mm-hmm. way, too. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is, though, as you start to age, you slow down production and how much is being like um, taken in from your body, like how mm-hmm. much your body, I guess synthesize would be the right word. Mm-hmm. Is that the right yeah. word? You, you see mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. uh, produce and uh, get the nutrients to make it, I guess that's the best yes. way to say it. So, okay. so when you actually, when you take collagen, 
you get all kinds of benefits from it because your body's not producing as much anymore. Helps your digestive tract, your GI tract, hair, skin, and nails. Like a lot of people report back to that, like how many, like, oh my God, my hair is growing so crazy. Uh, like crazy, like it's so good how, how much more my hair is growing than before. My nails, my skin is glowing. I saw somebody, I forget who it was on our certified fans page, showed, she was like, I, I don't have to wear any makeup right now. Look how beautiful my skin is. <laughs> um, you got, you just for your joint health, like I was always saying how my, my, um, my aches, my pains would always minimize when I would take collagen. Mm -hmm. And if you're working out a lot, it's great for recovery too. So I, if you've never tried it before, go with bubs because, and even if things sound good for you, go with bubs because it's the most concentrated collagen out there. Like a lot of stuff's got filler in it, not bubs. They really put a lot of like passion into what they do. Two passionate guys that, that, you know, have created this. So, um, Anyway, go to bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com. Try their collagen, their MC2 oil, oil powder. Uh, your coupon code for that is Kramer. They're back with us because so many of you guys continue to purchase it. You get great results, bubsnaturals.com. Also, now that we're kind of getting out of quarantine, like we got, we got fun stuff to do. And let me tell you what, something I know is not on your list this summer, going to the grocery store. Like nobody wants to spend time at the grocery store and hopefully quarantine has taught you that because that was the only place you probably could go before was to the grocery <laughs> store. So like let's stop going to the grocery store so much and start using HelloFresh. 12 free meals are back. If you didn't take part of it last time, I want you to take part of it right now. Uh, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Every single week you will get fresh ingredients, mouth-watering recipes delivered right to your door. You skip the grocery store. You save time. You save money. HelloFresh is actually 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. It's 72% cheaper than going out to a restaurant. But mom, tell me if I'm wrong. Like the, the, the meals you get, I mean, it's not stuff you would typically make at home. It, it really is like restaurant quality yes. food, you know? Yes. It's very easy and it's um, so good and delicious and something different because we're getting ruts. Of making the same yeah. old things all the time. It's so boring. Meal so prepping is one exciting. of my it's one of my favorite things that I invest in. I mean, it mm. really is because you're getting different foods, you're not getting bored with it. You're not also here's what sucks that you go to the grocery store, buy all this stuff, you get home, you never want to cook it, you're not that excited about it. You end up throwing it out and going to Wendy's or whatever, you know? <laughs> so HelloFresh has 12 free meals for you to try right now. I, I keep telling you, like, take care, like, take advantage of this offer. HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer and use code 12 Kramer for 12 free meals, including free shipping. It's HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer and use the code 12 Kramer for 12 free meals, including free shipping from our friends at HelloFresh. All right. Uh, we are going to get to our Mental Health Monday in a second. Before we do, certified fans, hello. How are you doing? It is so good to see you. Uh, thank you for being a part of our show. Uh, we uh, certified fans, people that can just donate $5 a month to show. Super helpful, by the way. Thank you so much for your support. Um, if you do, you get all kinds of benefits. Uh, and you can go read about that by texting the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. See if it's something that you want to be a part of. And uh, mom, yes. when we have a new certified family, welcome them with a whoop whoop to the podcast. When we don't, we go back and we think someone has been here for a while. Mm -hmm. So give me a number for today. Okay, 214. 214. You never really stick in the hundreds. I realize that. It's either like like less than less than 100 or more than 100. Wow. Uh, you said 214 is Tiffany yeah. P. Okay. Tiffany P. Lives in San Diego, California. Uh, Tiffany, thank you so much, by the way. Tiffany's yes. been a certified fan since uh, July 20th. Wow. So 
thank you so much for yes. being a part of our show. Appreciate we love you so much. You. It's we a do. long time now, getting close to a year. So thank you for all your support. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Tiffany P, here's your bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Tiffany. There you go. And I think today is actually the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine. So if you don't mind mm. heading over to uh, to their site to go vote for us. I really appreciate it. Um, you can just uh, text the word vote, V O T E, to 888 Kramer 8. We're going to show notes, or you can even just go Google Podcast Magazine Hot 50 if you want to do that. It's easier for you. But you know, you can vote every single day. I just want to remind you of that. Thank you so much um, for being a part of our uh, our little podcast family and for your support. It's awesome. Yes. All right, mom. I guess that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Uh, we'll get into Mental Health Monday now. This is uh, my friend Leah is a therapist and she comes out on Mondays and usually we talk about things like relationships and mental health. Uh, today, though, it's going to be a little bit more of a serious approach. By the way, Leah has a podcast where she uh, discusses all kind of things, mostly relationships, um, but all kind of mental health stuff with her friend um, Elise, who is also a therapist. It is called Not Your Basic Influencers Podcast. So go check that out. Today's conversation, I don't really have much of an agenda. I told Leah, I was like, listen, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't I don't know that we're gonna have quite the outcome here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know that I'm looking for an outcome, but more of just a professional's viewpoint on this. So as of today, and you know, I told you we record a bunch of these at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read you the news that just came across my phone. Um, there one just now that I missed. There was one that happened in Colorado. Was it Colorado last night? We just had one last week as we're recording this. That was the the, um, the FedEx one. Yeah. Um, before that, I mean, we had one here. Um, the one here in Baltimore uh, was not so much a mass shooting. It was just a guy that had. I think he may have shot two people. It wasn't like, you know, I, I don't know what you would consider a mass shooting. Um, That's a good but, question. Is is it more than one? Does that? I think, what? well, because, because Jess asked the question, you know, Baltimore, let's call Baltimore what it is. It's, it can yeah. be a pretty violent town. And so Jess was asking me the question off the air. She said, well, what's, what's the difference between a mass shooting? And then somebody, cause like you'll hear stories all the time of people that, uh, you know, three people shot last night in a, in a, in a fight. Mass shootings, there's no target. There's okay. no you're you're not walking into, hey, this guy pissed me off okay. and now I'm going to shoot him. This is a I something has happened, or for whatever reason, my whatever the motive is, um, I now yeah. I'm going to go take a gun and shoot people that are unrelated to the situation whatsoever. So it okay? looks like it's defined by three or more people by law. Okay. Okay. So- so two. two is not mass shooting. So it, it must it must have been three though. Like they call it, but that's what it is. I've been so desensitized now. I know, and to all these shootings that uh, I don't even have a uh, three doesn't even sound bad to me. <laughs> all right, I'm like okay, cool. Like doesn't even sound crazy to me anymore. Yeah, ten years ago would it have? Yeah, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day about uh, she's she doesn't live she did wasn't born in America, um, yeah. and so I was trying to explain to her. She was asking me, she's like, why there's so many mass shootings recently? I'm like, it's crazy, right? And I explained to her the idea of Columbine. And yeah. if you're if you're my age, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you were because you're you're younger than I am, but I'm yeah. sure you remember Columbine. No, I do. And Santana was more closer to like my age, I believe, too. Okay. Yeah. So it seemed and like so it was, you know, Columbine was um it was these two kids came in the trench coats and uh, in case you don't know the story. But that's I don't know how many people. Let me Google really quick how many people could die in really, Columbine. Yeah, that was uh, how many people 
died in Columbine. Uh, 15. God. And Sandy. 15, Cook, 20, it, Sandy Hook was terrible. I mean, there's just Sandy been so Hook many. I just pulled that up. It was, it was disgusting. The Vegas shooting, the church. Yeah. What was it? What was the, the church that got shot? Wow. I mean, it's just like, God, but here's the thing. So when I hear about three people getting shot in Maryland, I don't, it doesn't really phase me anymore. And I hate that. I hate that. So but when Columbine hit, we, I mean, we were all in mourning. I mean, like this whole country yeah. shut down Yeah. and we talked about it forever. Now these things happen and I don't even know what happened today, to be honest with you. I saw the headlines that, damn it, again, like I didn't yeah. read the story yet. What's hard is I remember after Columbine being scared to go to school. And then totally. Then time passed and you're less scared to go, but you like kind of think, oh, in the back of your head, you know, and then Santana happened. And you're like, okay, like this is an option. And I think right now, I think you're right, the desensitization. Like I will have and <laughs> speaking of anxiety in our last conversations, I will have this thought like someone could just come into this Trader Joe's and like I know shoot us down and think it, it all the time. Sounds, like very morbid, but I'll have this thought sometimes because like it's just the reality of the world right now. And but that wasn't a thing before, no, and that's what right. I'm trying you're to prove. Right. It's like we never had this. I was no, um, this is excessive. Anytime that I'm around a large amount of people, which obviously hasn't been a lot recently, <laughs> I always think like. Yeah. Somebody, this is a prime time for somebody to come in and just shoot the place up. Well, here's the thing is that, and we're not going to get into a whole discussion about what it's going to take to fix. To yeah. me, honestly, here's my stance on, is it guns? Is it mental health? My stance is I don't give a shit. Just do something. Just do something. Like the thing is, right, like and, and as of right? like time of recording, we have done nothing. Like I, maybe something will change and before this airs. I don't know. Uh, no, I, right. I just, nothing has changed. Nothing ever does change. We talk about things changing, but they just don't change. And then we keep having these situations. I don't know that I necessarily have a question. I don't think, well, this could be a conversation because this is my take on mental health. The system itself is there's not enough services. So people are like, more mental health. And that'd be great if people like this is, and then this isn't like me going on my soapbox of like, that's what taxes do do. And this is what insurance provide. And like, if we had more, we well less stigma and there were more services and resources, I do think we'd be in better place mental health wise in the United States, that for sure. But at the same time, we do need, do need gun restrictions. And so it really isn't what, which or the other, but we need some type of I think it's both. system. No, right, right. It's, 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 it's everything. And I don't know. think, you know, and not to get, I don't want to get, cause I can get way political on this, but here's my thing. I don't think any sane person grabs a, or mentally undisturbed person grabs a assault weapon. And well, shoots people they don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's the case. I also don't think that anyone that has easy access to that kind of stuff, it should be as easy as it is to get one. I think it's literally right down the two, right down the middle of those two. Of like, they both need work. No, they really, right. they, they they truly do. In my opinion, I think they oh, both yeah. they both need work. I, I do think there's something to be said about hate and um, the domino effect in copycatting. And so while, yes, I don't think people are mentally stable that do this, I do think it be, we're so desensitized to it, it becomes normalized and people are more mm. apt, like are, are more opt to do it. Well, that and, was going to be my, that's my, my, yeah. my last question for this is like, yeah. as someone that deals with mental health all the time, 
how in the hell does it get to that point? I mean, because I feel like, I mean, there's been times in my life I've been very upset about things, you know? I mean, I've dealt with some some pretty I think bad was- shit in my life, but like never once have I ever thought to go pick up a gun and shoot people, especially those that aren't even involved, you know, in, in a situation. Fear-based. I think it's fear-based. I think it's people that feel like they've been wronged. I think it's people that have had trauma but don't have support systems or feel like they're understood or have people they can go to. That's typically what you'll see with those individuals. It's not just, mm. it's it's mental illness sometimes, but it's also people that have experienced significant trauma um, and are very hateful because of the trauma. That's typically with like serial killers too. Like you'll, there's that childhood trauma. Um, and I would just even say in like the insurrection at the Capitol, right? Like those people really believe, like I, that, I'm not justifying it again, like at all, but it's like, I think they truly believe that they are wronged and that their, their, their country's being stolen from them. Right. And it's all Oh about, yeah. Right. right? I like, mean, I, listen, listen. About, yeah. There was a part of me during the whole Capitol raid just for a second where I genuinely felt bad for those people. Cause I do truly believe they felt like their country was being like, yeah, taken over. They're and that they right. felt as in good, they were being good Americans. Right. Like they were being these patriots. Right. By going down and, and trying to stop it from being stolen. I truly, fully believe that they thought that. There is a psychology too behind it with groups of people doing things in extremes. I mean, that's the whole Holocaust. Like there's a Stanford, it's like the famous um, experiment was a Stanford prison experiment. And they, they had, have you heard of this? And they, they pr- pretty much created this mock jail and they okay. had all participants. So ni- none of them were criminals. None of them were law enforcement. And they showed how people in that authoritative role became agitated, abusive, mm. hateful, like reactive. And so this is what I, I really do think there's psychology in people feeling included and being part of something. Sure. And, um, respond like kind of mirroring one another and so i think the insurrection was an example of that like we're all pissed we've all been stolen from i think like it's this really like injustice i guess that's the biggest thing and that's what like the santa barbara guy was the injustice of this of his him being a virgin these women being terrible to him right and so i do believe a lot of that's out of this belief of injustice there's definitely obviously mental health stuff there but i also think there's this community that has sprung from you know, all these social issues that kind of reinforce sure. that, 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 that almost validates the their, shootings. Why they're their doing motive. it. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, yeah. we can talk about, you know, you know, the situation in Atlanta, um, right. with the, right. I forget how many people, seven, eight people that were killed, you know, yeah. all Asian women yeah. and, you know, the belief of it, you know, coming from right the coronavirus, you right. know, the hatred of age. I mean, it's, it's, listen, there is a lot of work to do. In this, yeah. in this spectrum. And the, and, and the answer, in my opinion, is there is not one answer. There's a lot. There's a I lot agree. of things that need to be. There's a lot of mental health stuff that goes into it. There's a I lot of pain. I think a lot of education, if we had systems that were in teaching or that were like, you know, really truly embodying inclusivity and diversity and celebrating it and and tr- telling the true stories of of different marginalized groups and people of color i really do think you can have more empathy i mean that's i th- don't think that will 
uh, unfortunately happened for a while. But I think if you start with that, right, sure. start with the kiddos. Yeah. Nobody's born thinking – I was going to say womb again, and that would be the third time <laughs> this series pregnant? of recordings. No, that's hysterical. Um, <sighs> no, but I was just going to say I don't think anyone's born hateful. It's all environment. And I really do think there's – there's yes, there's the mental health services we need. We need reform for guns. But also we need like a, a – a society and a culture in this country of like understanding and inclusivity. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I'm, I appreciate you having this conversation again. There was no real, like, I mean, the, the answer is way deeper than I think that we're going to be able to get to in a 15 minute conversation on a podcast. Well, not you and me know parts, but like, there's definitely a lot we don't know or, you know, probably. Totally. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So listen, uh, Leah and Elise, they talk all about mental health and that's exactly what their podcast is about. Hopefully you'll go subscribe to it on Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Give us a little summary of what it's about. So me and my friend Elise have our podcast, the Not Your Basic Influencers podcast. Um, it is an all mental health, um, it's a mental health podcast, and then we talk all things that relate or impact to mental health. So our, our mental health. So we bring in different therapists, professionals, public people, influencers, and talk about mental health. Um, and it's just very honest, relatable conversations that are really easy to digest and relate to. And I highly encourage you to listen. They're really good conversations. I wish I would have known this was going to be a magic spoon week uh, when we recorded that segment because uh, Leah herself actually got a subscription to Magic Spoon now because she loved it so much. Magic Spoon cereal is your favorite childhood cereals reimagined. But this time... The taste very similar to the ones you grew up with, right? Which is very nostalgic. But this time, zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four grams of net carbs per serving, and 140 calories. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And by the way, like, like, yeah, you can subscribe. Like, if you decide you love it as much as Leah and a lot of people on this podcast, you can subscribe and you'll get it all the time. They also have a new super delicious flavor. It's birthday cake. Birthday Cake Magic Spoon will be available in five a five pack very, for a very limited time though, okay? So buy, buy it while you can. I love birthday cake flavored stuff. I have not tried this one yet to be completely honest with you, but I'm sure it's as delicious as the other ones. Uh, build your own box too if you want to. Your own custom box with uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. And if you're listening in Canada, Magic Spoon chips there now as well. So magicspoon.com slash Kramer to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And make sure you use the promo code Kramer at checkout and save $5 off your order. This is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but you got to use that code at checkout, okay? 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get your next bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Kramer and use the code Kramer for $5 off. And thank you to Magic Spoon for being a sponsor of the podcast today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, good news time. At the end of the show, we do good news, and we do made me laugh, and then we'll say goodbye for today, okay? There's a Texas family who was uh, obviously so upset last week. Um, I don't know if you know about the storms went through. 
all through like the south and this, even they came through up here, but not as bad. Uh, but their their home was destroyed last week by these storms. But a stranger actually gave them a brand new place to live. Wendy Holden and her five family members and three pets were all inside their mobile home in the town of Azell, uh, Texas, when the winds flung it multiple times. They all managed to survive, by the way, but their house did not. Uh, after hearing about the Holden's misfortune, though, an anonymous person stepped up to help them in their time of need. They donated a brand new mobile home to the family to replace their old one. And now they're able to live the same land in a new place. And they're obviously overwhelmed by the generosity. I want them to know, you know, even though they're staying anonymous, how much our family um, appreciates it. And we are going to pay it forward. I, it, it would eat me alive not to know who that was, too. Wouldn't it for you to have, like, no idea who donated your home? Like, I would just want to hug that person. Such a cool story. Um, let's go over um, – I don't think I want to do that story. I want to do this story. This is cool. So, um, obviously, Mother's Day yesterday. Hopefully, it was a good day for you. Um, so, I don't know what the most amazing thing you've ever done with your mom is, but you probably didn't climb the world's highest peak together. But that's exactly what mom and daughter in Oklahoma are trying to accomplish. It's Valerie and Jess Wendell, and they are trying to become the very first American mother-daughter team to reach the, uh, the top of Mount Everest. They're both experienced climbers, and they began their trek two weeks ago. Everest is the ultimate test for climbers, obviously, and it's a challenge for um, for Valerie. Valerie. <laughs> Uh, brain's not quite awake yet. Um, she's 61. She has asthma. Jess, by the way, just endured multiple surgeries and months of chemo to beat ovarian cancer in recent years. She said it feels like part of our, our healing is coming to the mountain and it's uh, and being able to enjoy each other and have a little fun and just live life. The possibility exists that we can get there and that would be amazing. But like if we're not enjoying every single moment along the way, then like then we've we've missed the point almost. So cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, a snake in a toilet. You feel like you've heard this urban legend forever. Like, I don't know if that's really – my brother's husband's telling a true story about that or not. Uh, anyway, this is Bill Engvall. He's a comedian, and uh, he was watching The Crocodile Hunter, and this is, this is what happened. So we're watching him, and he's talking to this couple from Australia that found a snake in their toilet. Oh, my God. A snake, in, just, just, just for a second. Think about how many times you've just sashayed into the bathroom. You don't look down because you know there's just going to be water there. They found a snake in their toilet. If that had happened to me, I would abandon my house, the furniture, the cards, if the family had a problem, they live with a snake. And my friend goes, was it a poisonous snake? Who cares? It's a snake in their toilet. I don't care if he was voted the nicest snake in his class. He's not supposed to be in my toilet. And why is it always got to be like a snake or an alligator? Why can't it be something useful like a crap-eating carp or something? You know what? All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much. I think today's the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine for June. So if you would vote for us, it'd be so awesome. Just text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. I would be so thankful if you were to do that for us. It really means a lot and uh, is super helpful in, um, in, in help growing this podcast. So thank you for voting. For those that vote every day, awesome. For those that vote one time, 
awesome too. Just thank you for anything you do to support this podcast. Just by listening to this part in the podcast, you made it this far. Super appreciative. All right, I love you. Have a great Monday. See you back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.